Welcome everybody to another podcast of the Unsung Gamers. I am your host, Red Dragon, aka Thonio. And with me is a group of fellas that y'all know and love. First off, we're going to introduce El Tacoma, aka Jermaine. What's going on, everyone? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Welcome back, sir. And also joining us is Buttered Biscuits, oh yeah, aka James. Yo, yo, everybody. You. All right. Also, you know you love him. Phantom Recon, a.k.a. Rico, my cousin. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. All right. And also my cousin, his brother is Shadow Alchemist, a.k.a. Nando. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, yeah. All right. Let's get into some topics here. Uh, What's the first topic, yo? So I know we, uh, you know, with with everything going on, I think the biggest thing that just hit right now, actually today, and uh, James brought it up today, is the new Mortal Kombat trailer. Uh, did y'all guys have a chance to take a look at that? No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> and James, your souls. Whoever didn't watch it, your souls are mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. No. Well, I guess uh, uh, go, go go ahead and tell us a little bit more about it, James. Okay, I'd be glad to. Okay, so so our uh, Mortal Kombat. This is the game is called Mortal Kombat One. This is something that a lot of fans were theorizing because of the teaser trailers. It was a clock that kind of like bypassed like the twelve and went straight to one. Uh, now this is dealing with time travel again. Like uh, like Mortal Kombat Eleven dealt with a lot of time travel elements. Um, but now it seems like the fire god, uh, Luke Kane has refixed time after, uh, the events of Aftermath. I haven't played the Aftermath DLC, so I'm just kind of getting here. Yeah, I didn't play the Aftermath DLC yet. Uh, I had a lot of other backlog. I have Mortal Kombat 11, I just didn't play the DLC. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, no. Uh, so it looks like time has been reset to a better time to where I guess everybody's back, like Katana's back, Melina's back from the trailer. But just, uh, looks like Scorpion and Zip Zero have settled their differences. That's cool. I mean, okay. yeah, I mean, the, the, the trailer was in Aftermath. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it was. It was in Aftermath. Yeah, yeah like all that is going on, like what happened with Liu Kang and all that, that happened in Aftermath. Well, damn, shit. Well, then I don't know what to see. See, because I thought they killed Kronika. That's the thing is, I mean, because apparently, I mean, from the trailer for Aftermath, like Shang Tsung, uh, his younger self came back. To, to get Luke King or somebody to help um, change time. There's a bunch of time travel wobbly stuff. But yeah. Yeah. They basically shattered the timeline. And like that's why he's back. And like their past versions of themselves are there too. And Shang Tsung's there to help correct it. But you know, Shang Tsung being Shang Tsung, you know, of course he, of course he betrays him. But yeah. So, uh, so pretty much this is, another, this is another reboot slash continuation of the series. Which I love when they do this. I, like honestly, I've never seen a franchise reboot themselves, but yet still tell a, a story that honors the original stuff. It's weird. Yeah. Well, basically, like whenever he betrays him, like he gains Kronika's power, which is time manipulation. Mm -hmm. And the only one that was able to like break that cycle was Liu Kang because uh, Raiden realizes that he's no longer fit. He's no longer supposed to be. The Elder God or the God, I guess, of the uh, Mortal Kombat. 
And so Liu Kang fights Shang Tsung god against god. And, you know, Liu Kang wins. And so he resets everything to a peaceful time where everyone's at peace. That's where the trailer takes place. Like, it's in his peaceful era. Like, there's no more fighting. Whoa. See, don't get me wrong. I love Street Fighter and everything. But, see, Liu Kang has become a god. Right? He looks like a hobo in Street Fighter Six. <laughs> yeah, you know what? While y'all are talking, I just watched the trailer. And if the real game graphics are as good as what the trailer's showing, holy crap. Well, it's going to be on next-gen consoles, though. It better be good. I mean, Switch... Like, even the Switch version of Mortal Kombat 11, from what, I, uh, from what I've seen, runs pretty well, actually, surprisingly. So, I mean, I'm hoping the same thing runs for... Uh, Mortal Kombat 1, so, I mean, I hope it has a really smooth release on all systems, because it's a damn good, the, 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 like, NetherRealm Games has done a fantastic job of producing a great, great franchise again. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, So, do you think the Switch is still, you know, in the, you know, no. the, <laughs> it is in the battle? <laughs> no, no, it is they, they need a new system, no. Which is what? What? What are they gonna do to keep up? Because I mean, they're gonna be falling behind. They're, they can't keep up with the with the, the technology. Well, that, well I mean, at, at, as long as they keep you know pushing out games like The Legend of Zelda, I mean, I, I think they're doing okay right now. Uh, I I did I do know about the Switch because uh, they had talked about like is there gonna be any drop in prices because of the Switch? Uh, because I think this past year they didn't sell as many, even though I think. Even now, they're still the number one selling console. Oh no, no, I think the PS Five overtook it. Yeah. And uh, but the the president of Nintendo is like, nah, we're still keeping it the same because basically the success of Legend of Zelda is like really keeping this, I guess them them afloat. And I think James, you touched up on it. I don't know if it's the same thing with Nintendo. I know you said about Xbox, where yeah. like they're taking a, a huge cut on the console. So I don't know if Switch is making more money on the Switch or more money on the video games or both. Uh, I um, I think they're making their money up from software. I mean, just just Legend of Zelda alone, uh, in three days sold what was it three uh, ten million copies? Yep. I think it was, and it was selling out online. It was selling out digital copies. I don't see how that's possible, but apparently it was that was a real thing that was happening. I thought it was a joke. How is that even possible? We don't know. It's either that. Uh, it's either the eShop was was just getting bombarded with people trying to download the same game or what i thought it was a hard drive uh article hard drives it's it's like the onion for video game news uh i mean could it was a real thing yeah i I mean from my experience and in my my job uh that there when something like that happens it's usually probably because a lot of people and i'm sure there's other options where you can buy the game at but if a lot of people were buying in one specific spot if they're having a lot of people basically coming in and trying to download the same game, I can see where it would shut shut down. It would be a bandwidth issue. Um, mm-hmm. like I guess to kind of break that down is if, like, you have, like, uh, a doorway. You know, imagine a doorway, you know, uh, three foot by eight foot wide, but you have, like, a hundred people trying to come through that doorway to get that, to get the game. You know, it, it, it'll, it'll crash it. That, that, that's what bandwidth is, basically. And uh, that, that, that might explain it, or at least that's, that's what I think may have happened. One good thing that I've heard about um, uh, maybe it's like maybe just talking about performance of the Switch. Uh, to kind of touch on the Mortal Kombat one thing, uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the uh, not Breath of the Wild, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. 
has shown that the, the Switch still has enough power to really generate a, a, a good-looking game. It's, just, it's mainly up to the developer and how well they can adapt. Now, yeah, you're going to lose a little bit of you know, high-definition when it comes to, you know, PS5 um, and, and the Series X, but you can work around it. And, and uh, I mean, I mean, you look at Tears of the Kingdom, it runs fantastic. I've not had a, I've not had a, uh, I've not had a frame rate issue yet. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So what you're telling me is that you're okay with limiting the next few games that come out in the next few years. I'm not okay with that. On the Switch, and not fully taking advantage of the power of the PS5 and the Series X and S. Saying yes temporarily because of the fact that Sharp, the people that that developed the uh, the uh, the screen for the Switch, uh, they have confirmed. And I read this uh, last week. Um, I think it was on IGN. They have confirmed that a new system is in development, looking for an ETA of next year. So yeah, you know what? I can take a temporary gap in 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 quite. Firstly, am I going to get more Combat One on the Switch? No, I'm going to get it on the other consoles. Because I don't. I don't feel like carrying around. I don't play Mortal Kombat on the go. I I can't. The the the, the Joy-Con joysticks is just not my thing for like fighting games. I just can't do it. My thumbs are too big. Okay. Is there any talk about you know what kind of technology it's gonna have? What kind of hardware is gonna be putting out? Is it gonna be portable? That's the thing. I don't know. It just says uh, uh, Sharp just said that they are developing uh, the screen, so it sounds like it will be portable if they're if they're doing the screens and because Sharp is a I think Sharp is a what a uh, visual communication. Uh, it's not visual communication, but like a like a they manufacture screens. I know that. Um, I don't know if they do anything else besides that, like TVs and some of that. So I mean, one would assume if they're if, if, if they're if they're developing a new LCD screen, more than likely it's going to be uh, be a portable system. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because the fact that uh, what's the new rival for the Steam Deck that just came out? I think it's like the Acer or the Ice. Uh, it starts with an A. I know that it just came out. I think last month, and it's given the Steam Deck a run for its money because it's a little bit more powerful. So, I mean, if 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 Nintendo can 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 step up the game to about the Steam Decks or the or even to that the other systems uh, capabilities, it could be a runner. And I I think we got to give Nintendo you know some time to it because. I mean, so far Nintendo has been, even even though maybe graphical wise and everything, they may not be up to par with uh, PlayStation Five or even the Xbox, or especially the PC. But I think what makes Nintendo unique is their ability to uh, kind of go a di- different route. Um, and by that I mean because Nintendo is the only console that you can carry with you, or at least they're the first ones to to do it. And on top of that, they really have some really good traditional games that they can always fall back and rely on and and speaking of uh, Legend of Zelda I mean with that 10 million sales in three days I mean as long as they keep putting Legend of Zelda games out I guess uh, or, or type-esque uh, games like that I, I, th- I think that they'll be fine and this kind of reminds me of a movie which I do recommend y'all watch if y'all have it it's on Apple TV it's called Tetris and it, it, it kind of touched up on how uh, Nintendo kind of brought in their uh, Game Boy, and how it did revolutionize, transcend it, uh, the gaming industry, because it was the first time you're 
able to have a handheld video game. And then the flash forward now, they're the first one to have like this next gen type console uh, portable. That that being the Switch. Um, I mean, Nintendo has done great things. I mean, I know in, in in a way, I think they've been very innovative and transcendent in their own ways. I know PS5 is really moved in i guess the console wars like they're basically like the, the winner according to the xbox yeah. um but I, I still have faith in, in nintendo like whatever console they come out with whatever plans they have for the next gen whether it's like handheld or a, a console where it just sits there like the playstation 5 or the xbox uh i mean nintendo's done well i think i mean uh whatever they do i'm i'm, I'm probably gonna end up buying it anyway uh, for for me, I just bought a Switch, and I, I don't. I just regret not buying it when it first came out because I missed out so many awesome games that came out. Breath of the Wild. I just played that last year, and I guess I'm fortunate enough that I, I played Breath of the Wild, and then the following year, Tears of the Kingdom comes out, which is a a follow up, a sequel to it. Uh, and, and I know we're gonna talk more more about it, but yeah, we're just talking about the Switch real quick. Uh, I mean, just have faith in Nintendo. I mean, that they will step up. They will step in, and you know. We just got to be patient with them. I will say, Nintendo, they do take their time, and everything they do put out, okay, is quality. So, you're right. I get it. But you could have that mind. Couldn't that be said about any first-party developer? Mm, well, they t- well, I guess not really Halo so much, but like... Not Xbox. That they, yeah. But I guess with PlayStation, they could say things like that when they take their time on their own game. It is quality. Yeah, I, I I I agree with that. It's just like I guess what I'm saying is like uh, if a Legend of Zelda come, game comes out, if Nintendo announces a new game like at the end of the year, hey, new Legend of Zelda comes out. I mean, I they already got my money. Like guaranteed, you have my money. Whether I have to like go mow some lawns or uh, sell uh, Mexican lollipops or something like I, like they have it. I mean, for for me as a long time Legend of Zelda fan, like. I I I mean I I love the game. It's it's and I, I was telling you this is the only game that I will buy a physical copy of. Everything else digital copy, because like I mean I, I I don't care. But f- for me, and I'm sure there's a, millions of others out there who do the same are probably buying a physical copy of it too. Uh, because I mean Legend of Zelda is it, it, it's up there. I know Super Mario is what started Nintendo, but I feel like Legend of Zelda is what's it's it's the pillar, if not the backbone of Nintendo. That, that's keeping it going and bringing the revenue in. Uh, it's definitely like uh, the story, the original story, because, you know, Mario against Bowser, yeah, that's good against evil, but, you know, how how much more is it for you to have a shield and a sword going against a, like a legit monster? So I guess it does tell a better story. That's probably what keeps it in there so long and so hard. Uh, then it's a flagship title I mean, for what almost 40 years now i mean that now, now that you said that i'm like damn i also i mean what no way but i forget like i'm almost 40 yeah you <laughs> <Damn. been eating, laughs> man. <laughs> man i i, I guess well speaking of uh legend of zelda how, do y'all have uh tears of the kingdom yet have y'all tried it out or read up on it i guess what are your thoughts on it so far whether you have it or not so uh, no, <laughs> uh, I've been playing it for a few hours. I've been uh, actually had to start over because I screwed up, and left a bunch of stuff behind. But even after I'm feeling that, I mean, I still enjoyed it. 
I'm still enjoying it. I don't play. I don't. I don't sit there and play it like crazy, but I am enjoying it. I ain't gonna lie. This is one of the well, two maybe three games of uh, the Legend of Zelda that I've played that I've actually enjoyed. But yeah, it's definitely. I would definitely recommend it if because uh, if you want something you can relax and enjoy, definitely a game you should get right there. How similar is it to uh, Breath of the Wild? I have no clue because I have, I play that one. I can touch that one for you. Uh, I don't know. It's like this one seems a little more more of a. It seems like the story so far is very more is, which is funny because Breath of the Wild didn't really have much of a story. You know, it's because the Divine Beast and Orgo again, and uh, but this one seems more like. You travel at your, you really do travel at your own pace, and it doesn't feel like you're rushing. Like, I, like I've been doing shrines and sh- stuff like that. I haven't even done hardly any of the story except for going after these certain things I don't want to mention because, you know, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, they're heading around the Hyrule area. Uh, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, it's... There's a lot more to do, I feel, so far in this game, but it's not overwhelming. Uh, where like Breath of the Wild, uh, you had to worry about you know, of course, hitting up the shrines to get hearts and stamina. But this one seems a little more more well balanced, fix a lot of those issues because even the weapons, yeah, they still break. They don't break as all. They're actually a little more durable this time around. I feel, I feel anyways. No, oh, that was a big issue for me. But that's that, yeah. what the Master Sword's all about, right? And upgrading the Master Sword on top of that. That's what Joe was telling me about with. Breath of the Wild, like the part that he hit the most was the durability of weapons. Yeah, and so so uh, at first I, I I was like that. I I didn't like that because like, I remember when I first played Breath of the Wild, like I, <laughs> it was a big surprise when I had a weapon. I was like, okay, cool. I guess I'll use this until I find another weapon. But then I find out it breaks on you, and then it kept breaking all these other ones. Yeah, in the beginning I was frustrated by it, but then I I, I guess as, as I played it. You know, it made me think about like other games where like it, it, the realism of video games whenever they try to have weapons or, or or anything. And what came to mind was Red Dead Redemption, where like if you don't keep your gun clean, uh, you know, or or ma- maintain it, then your weapon becomes like you know useless basically. Uh, and, you know, now Breath in Breath of the Wild and Tears of Kingdom takes it to another level where like you you can't maintain it; it just breaks on you. Um, but I I, I do like that because uh. It gives me more options on like different weapons that that I can do, and and especially with Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, I mean, I, it's not any spoilers or anything, but like you can combine things to make it stronger. And I think it gives you more options with your creativity on what you want to combine it with. And I mean, I I was explaining this to to my kids, and um, uh, to to my wife about like this is basically like uh, Legend of Zelda meets Minecraft. Because you're given the ability and the creativity to build just about anything you want in this world, and 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 uh, James, you brought up the the shrines. Like, I'm sure there's a smart way of approaching some of the shrines, but some of them, I'm just like, well, this may not be the smartest way, but it got the job done. You know, it it was probably like some some long term thing that I did. I built a bunch of things together in order to get past it. Um. And, but but I I do like that it has these puzzles in it still in any shrine like like you have to like solve them and I I, I love that 
at the same time, though, I do feel like, man, I feel like these strides are getting tougher and tougher. Uh, each as the game progresses, like like well, by game I'm talking about like from Breath of the Wild, from Ocarina of Time, like it's getting a lot, a lot more difficult. I tell you what's making a lot of things about Tears of the Kingdom um, just catch media attention so far. Uh, it's making and trending other than just being a Legend of Zelda game that's out there is the community. The the now this game allows you to build things. You can actually build the build things. Uh, it's, not, it's not really a spoiler because I'm sure if you check social media it's catching everybody's attention that the things people are building uh, people are making like freaking like cars and, oh, yeah. and flying machines and stuff like that and robots and stuff like that that's like what how, how much time do you guys have on your hands oh, bro. I barely built I barely built a cart for my horse <laughs> that's about it and it was a shitty cart at that they had square tires, <laughs> pretty much. Like, like, and and I guess that that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like uh, you can shoot. Like I said, it's it's like Minecraft. Like you you can create just about in anything. And on top of that, you can combine weapons with weapons or weapons with materials around the area. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's really like, uh, and uh, it's mentioned in the beginning. Like the only thing that's limited is just your creativity. Like you can create just about anything, and. And I, I, I like that because usually, you know, whenever you're like stuck somewhere, you know, there's always just this one way to do it. And now with these these options in, in the game, I feel like uh, it, it isn't just one way. It's like almost any way. Uh, like what creative way can you come up with to get past this one part or this part or that part? You know, you, you have all, you have this in front. Of you. you have to kind of almost MacGyver it, I guess. Uh, and, and for those who don't know MacGyver, he's a guy who can just build things with like a toothpick and paper and make a grenade out of it <laughs> pretty much uh, yeah but okay I, okay I, i'm enjoying the game i, I really i really love it like I, I'm, I'm gonna play it again tonight um yeah but i'm i, I don't know when i'm gonna beat it usually i, I try to rush and beat it because i'm trying to avoid spoilers but right now I'm, I'm just really just enjoying the game i haven't done any dungeons i put maybe eight to ten hours so far in it uh, but I've really just been exploring and uh, and just trying to uh, and, and really enjoy the game. And, and I guess the one thing that's been stuck in my mind is like I know what when I played games like this in the past, um, I, I I guess it it bothered me a little bit, or I hate that towards the end, like I I finally like maxed out everything, or I have all the weapons, the strongest weapons, whatever. But then I, once I have all that, it's usually towards the end of the game. And I'm only able to enjoy it like the last what maybe hour two hours of the game. So right now I'm trying to just see how much how far I can get to max my player out before I start doing the dungeons and actually enjoy you know all the accomplishments I did uh, for like the full time of the game, which is like from what I hear the average is like fifty to sixty hours. Uh, Unless you're a speedrunner and beat it in like ninety six minutes, I think that was the record. Man, that guy. Oh, this I mean, yeah, yeah, like like uh, the the speedrunners like I don't know like they they're not enjoying the game like I'm I'm okay how they do it enjoy the game like I'm I'm looking at probably like I'm I'm estimating I probably put like a hundred hours at least playing this game. Okay, so as somebody on the outside looking in that doesn't you know have any time with this game, my questions are because it's a Zelda game, is how's the fighting? Is it still good? How are the 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 enemies is there 
just different kinds? Are they stronger? Uh, they're a little tougher at first. Like, uh, uh, so once you get down to Hyrule, uh, uh, where all the moblins and stuff are, I mean, they the moblins, the moblins and the goblins, and all them, they can they can kick your ass pretty easily uh, at first until you get you know you know like your first set of armor to kind of you know kind of buff things out. Of course, the food, the, the cooking system is still there. You you can make potions and things that strengthen up your defense and some of that, but. Yeah, um, it, it, it. I felt like I'm progressing. I do feel like I'm progressing. Like I'm not afraid of actually walking up to a vil, uh, to to a fight. Of like, it's like, it's like I'm not afraid of walking up to one of their bases. And mm -hmm. like, let's go, let's roll. I got you. Nice. Okay. But uh, but the enemies have also evolved their tactics. Like, uh, uh, say I don't know if you remember Breath of the Wild, those big stone creatures that were you know that rise oh, yeah. of yeah, some of the some of the models have made bases out of them. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so you have that threat now to worry about. Not only are you getting pelted with bows, like arrows flying at you and rocks, because that over the moblins, you also have that big ass giant stone thing throwing its stones at you. It's, it's yeah. Okay, that's good because with Breath of the Wild, I felt like the game didn't actually like the actual game didn't start until you beat it. And then you unlock the master mode. Then the game actually begins. Oh God, master mode! Don't get started on that. That's how I felt. I that master mode. Now that's Breath of the Wild. That's it right there. So that sounds good. So I, I guess, uh, Nando, are, are you gonna get it, or are you looking forward to getting it, or? Well, I mean, I guess I still have to play Breath of the Wild, right? Before I play this, or can I just skip on? Uh, I think so. Well, I, I well, I don't know, cause like I, I, I guess it's, it's gonna be up to you. But from from what I recall, I remember you know Breath of the Wild, the game came out, and then I recall them talking about that this game, Tears of the Kingdom, initially was supposed to be the DLC for Breath of the Wild, but it, the ideas and everything for the game got so big, they decided to make uh, a second game for it, which is Tears of the Kingdom. Um, so I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess you don't, you don't have to, but cause, cause like throughout the game and actually like right before you start the game, I think it kind of gives you like a recap of what happened in Breath of the Wild. Um, but, it, but it, it does like, uh, uh, reference a lot of Breath of the Wild and, and the map is, uh, so far that this, this, this same thing, uh, it's just like a, everything's different a little bit because of, of what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's actually new parts to the map too, um, but I I I I don't know for for, for me personally I, I think you should play Breath of the Wild first. But I mean if if, if you don't want to I, I think you still enjoy the game. Yeah, uh, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, but there is a uh, there is a YouTube video that's actually advertised on the Nintendo uh, uh, front page. It's a story yep. recap. So 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 if you don't want to play Breath of the Wild, you can watch the recap. I haven't watched the recap, so I don't know how detailed it is. I'm sure it's going to tell you the, the the basic plot points of Breath of the Wild, so you're going to be caught up. I think I might just do that because the whole weapon thing that Joe and Wolthony was talking about, like that, would definitely annoy me if I'm being if I'm going to be playing that kind of game. I don't think it was that bad personally, but you know, it, it's pretty much each his own. Yeah, I I, I agree with James because, like, I mean. When I first started playing the game, I was like, "What is this? Like, no, 
Skyward Sword even like because they implemented that in that game but it was for your shields and not your melee weapons and I guess they switched around for Breath of the Wild oh no your shields break too and yeah and that annoyed me in Skyward Sword to the point that I I definitely put that game down I was like hey, you know what I'll, I'm okay let's <laughs> stop playing it I mean he's saving grace in that in the Breath of the Wild which my workaround on that is upgrading. There's a place you can upgrade uh, the Master Sword. So I guess like the HP or whatever you want to call it, the, the points that it has to break is like 30 in the beginning. Yeah. Get upgraded again to 60 and upgraded again to 90. And it's pretty dang strong at that point. Sorry. Right. But you have to do like a really crazy trial, like long trials Damn. for each for each step up, which which I enjoyed. But I recall that, yeah, it's epic though. It's pretty, but bad. but god dang, yeah, which, which was which is good. It challenged. <laughs> it's, it's a real big yeah. challenge. In fact, I think that's one of the better part, the better things in the game. But there's a workaround. Uh, makes you earn it. Yeah, it makes you earn it for sure. All right. So like everybody that's here, is it just Rico, Jermaine, and James that played the new one? Uh, I haven't played it. You haven't played it. Dang. They all have. <laughs> I've, I've everybody seen, else has. I've seen it. It looks very similar. All right, well, I guess specifically from Jermaine, does it run at thirty or sixty FPS? Yeah, I don't even know. When I haven't even paid attention to that, I man. I've been. I think I've paid attention to it that it's actually running smooth on mine. So, as long as it's not acting weird, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm the same one. I haven't even really. Notice the like I said, I've not had a frame rate drop, uh, and it so I don't really know how fast it's running. I don't, I really couldn't tell you, but I it's just like it it runs really smooth. It's a, it's a really smooth running game. That's good. good. Yeah, yeah, smooth. same same because like uh, I, mean, I haven't had any issues with in, any of that. Like I just jumped jumped right in, and I mean mm -hmm. the well, for me the the story caught caught my attention, and I was just been really intrigued and and I guess really like in depth with with the the game yeah so what you're saying uh what i'm hearing is that there's more detail in in the story in this one than it than there was on the last one yes big time big there's oh. a story out at the ass that was, that was one of the biggest complaints about breath yeah. of the wild is that it wasn't much of a story i mean yeah you had to go to this divine beast that divine beast and that's if you wanted to you didn't even have to do that you're right you don't even have to yeah, you go straight to Ganon if you wanted to. Um, so it really wasn't really, it was a kind of a do it your own thing. This one, you could still, uh, I, there's no, I don't think there's any way you can go straight to Ganon. Maybe there is, I don't know. But uh, at the point is, I, I, I don't feel like I want to. Like, I feel like I actually want to go and do these, 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 these tasks I'm given and, and everything. I, I like, it feels natural. It doesn't feel like they're like, tacked on missions like oh cool i i do want to go do these i do want to go to this tower i do want to go here I'm like, oh there's a shrine cool that makes my 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 quick travel a lot easier oh look a stable for horses yay <laughs> yeah so same, same yeah because like um for like i guess like i could mention earlier like for me like I, i'm just trying to get i guess as strong as i can with all the hearts all the stamina and everything and yeah trying to find the strongest weapons that way like i can actually enjoy the weapons and every all the hard work that i put in to get to get to that level 
uh, a, a bit longer because I remember in Breath of the Wild, I, I think I, I just about maxed out everything, but it was towards the end of the game. And then when I when I beat it, like, I mean, for, for me, I mean, once I beat the game, I mean, cool, I'm, I'm done with it until maybe a few years later, I'll come back and play it again. But with this one, like, I'm really trying to enjoy it. And I, and I do like that you can just run around and, and kind of do what you want in it. Like, you don't have to go, or I mean, or at least in my experience so far, again, like, I haven't really been uh, playing the main storyline. I've just kind of been exploring, really. Very good. Glad to hear that, that the story is a lot better. More detail. Yeah, and I guess speaking, speaking of the story, I think for the story, like, the, it makes me want to explore more because I want to find out more about it because now I, I am intrigued. I, I came across some stuff in it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, now I, I kind of want to find out more more about it. So, yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, and the bosses? Huh? Huh? Creative? Oh, like, uh, I, well, I haven't gotten, like I said, I was, I've, been, I've been exploring. I haven't gone to any dungeons. I mean, I, I fought, like, you know, like the mini bosses, like, as, as you explore, but nothing, no major bosses yet. Yeah, I haven't fought any bosses either. So I'm like, don't ask me about bosses. I don't know. How many hours have you put in, James? Uh, I don't know. But uh, a lot, I know that, because I play it while I'm at work. So when I get a phone call, I just put my controller down and take my phone call. After that, I'm done. <laughs> and I'm back on. Okay, so so you can explore a good amount without even having to, uh, you know, encounter something like a boss, like a huge boss of the game. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so far, I think the bosses are, are tied to... The dungeons that are in there now. Uh, so yeah, it's like, oh, cool. Well, so I, I, I guess with all that, like, uh, I guess Mando and Donya, are uh, are you plan on getting it, or you're probably gonna wait, or you're gonna get it later? You want to go first, Lionel? Uh, I'll eventually get it. Uh, my thing is, um, I wanna when I when I play that game, I like to get you know really involved in it, so. I wait for DLCs to come out, just like the the other game. So I wait a few months, see if there's any DLCs that come out for it. That way, I can just do it all at once. Yeah. Nando, I'm a level with you. Probably won't ever play it. Whoa. But it's mostly because, like what James was saying, like just the backlog of just other games that are already on my list and. Considering I didn't play Breath of the Wild already. And the Switch isn't even really yours anyways, is right? Yeah, so. yeah and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm pretty positive Ashley will play through both of those games, but I don't think I will. You wouldn't, you wouldn't pick it up, you know, just for a little while, just to, you know, check it out? It's, it doesn't look interesting to me. Oh, like, snap. If it's just me, I'm pretty sure it's just me, but I, I just don't feel like playing these Zelda games as opposed Ooh. to the old like I'll I'll play the old ones anytime. Like I'll make time to play those, and it might be just a nostalgic point of view. But with these newer ones, I'd rather be playing something else. You know? Yeah. You know, yeah. You yeah, touched me on something that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think th- I think I think it's like a. I mean, my brother. Uh, I th- I think a lot of it has to do because I mean, Nando plays a lot of games, and so like his, uh. Well, I guess uh, for lack of words, his his feel for games is like at, at a tier where like they have to be like like 
really graphically great uh up, up up to par to the pc ps5 level and probably uh to the storytelling of like the elden rings the uh, the witcher uh style games uh, even resident evil like uh, and and really playing them because they were remakes but they were on the east new consoles and stuff i think he enjoys more of those games and, and also because they're more uh i mean for like again like lack of words i guess more mature adult like uh I knew you were know, gonna say that. I knew it, it, we're we're like you know, it's, uh, Legend of Zelda. You know, it's it's still you know the the graphic wise, the storyline is still more for you know PG PG thirteen type type of stuff. I think my brother's more, uh, more the more mature stuff. I think. And I know, am, am, am I wrong on that, or or am I close? No, I think that that's hitting it like around a point of like probably why I can't step into those games anymore and like the last one that I played through like all the way because I really wanted to play it was Twilight Princess like from beginning to end and that was the last one that I actually played <laughs> you, you know you're, and, you're you're speaking on something exactly that I was feeling yeah like that was it probably my second favorite Zelda game maybe is Twilight Princess like my first favorite my absolute favorite is Majora's Mask which isn't everybody else's favorite I know that but that one's my favorite you know, you're not, you're actually, you're actually not alone. There's actually, uh, I've noticed over the last like few days since, since, uh, Tears of the Kingdom was coming out, uh, there's a lot of people that are in the same boat as you that they, uh, that they, they do, they do prefer the classic, uh, um, approach. But, uh, um, I think Nintendo's went ahead and going to say that, that the Breath of the Wild style is the way they're going to go forward from now on. And you know what? That's fine. That's an evolution of something. Um, we grew up with the, you know, with the classic model back in the day. It, it's only fair if something's working for it to, to grow. It may not work for all of us. It may not appeal to all of us, but you know what? That's fine. We have our memories of Majora's Mask or Green of Time, uh, Link to the Past. We have those. And it's not saying that Nintendo won't ever jump back to that type of style to re-release an old game or something, you know, or, or something to catch that nostalgia feel. But uh, but right now, Breath of the, the Breath of the Wild style is working. Yes, yeah. it's bringing in new fans to the to the franchise that are thus going back and checking out you know, uh, you know the back the backstory of this because it is a huge story. It's a huge. It goes the Skyward Sword started the whole started the whole legend and and they're diving into the lore and it's really cool and it's catching these people like oh man this is an awesome story. So I mean, yeah. I, Zach, I agree with Jose. I see where Jose would be like, it's not my cup of tea anymore. I'm proud to move on. And, and that's okay. What's funny is that I did play through Immortals, Phoenix Rising, and that's been highly compared to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah, I played through that one and enjoyed it, but for some reason, like, I, I can't bring myself to play. Immortals was... One. See, see, I played Immortals. Uh, I liked that game. I think it was a little... But it's also very wacky. It has a very funny humor where yeah. there was there was there was a lot more engagement in in uh, uh, Immortals and and the narrator was hilarious and there was always narrator. something that the narrators yeah yeah it was two of them because they kept contradicting each other as you're yeah. playing the game uh, yeah it's been a while since I played it so yeah um, and yeah it, it it was intriguing but yeah uh, where where Breath of the Wild was more of a lone solo experience it was very dreary actually because if you're on your own yeah where 
for Tears of the Kingdom, it it may it, uh, it seems like that way, but really, I don't feel alone in the world. Like I know, yeah, there's a danger going on, but you're going into these other towns. You're like, oh wow, okay, this is happening here, and we're getting, we're gonna go help. You feel like you're actually do you actually feel like a hero, like you're actually doing something. Yeah. What's funny yeah. is that I I played through Twilight Princess twice because I remember Rico had gotten it on the Switch, not Switch, the the Wii. The Wii, yeah. Like way back when I played, it in the, of course he played it, beat it because I can't I can't play it while he's playing it, and so he played it, beat it, then I played it and beat it too, and I was like, okay, that's all right. And then I played on GameCube, and I enjoyed it way more on GameCube than I did on the Switch with Twilight right. Princess. The Wii, no, no, I mean the Wii, no motion controls. Yeah, well, I mean, on well, I mean, it came out on both consoles, and to be fair, like graphically, it, it looked the same. It's just different controls, but yeah. I enjoyed it more on GameCube than I did on the Wii. It was smoother on the Wii, uh, for a little bit. It, it made it. Uh, I forgot what was the big selling point of the Switch, other than motion controls. Um, but uh, yeah, um, but the GameCube one was. It is still highly sought after, and it's a and. I, I mean, you can't you can't find a cheap copy of that one. I got one. Now let me have it. You don't know, man. Like I know that's rare. It is right here on my shelf. I'm not giving that up. I know. Steph Harris Square. Do not do do not lose that damn thing. Like it's like I'm looking at my GameCube collection right now. <laughs> and do you? Why? You're gonna get rid of that Eternal Darkness. I know. Oh that. no, no, God no, no. It is. Yeah, it's like I'm looking at it right now. It's sitting on my thing. It just 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 there. Like, happy birthday. You're not getting anything else. I know. Like, ever. Like, that is, that's my birthday from, like, <laughs> all times. It's amazing. That was so funny that you did that. You wanted to hear your happy birthday and walked off. Oh, yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> like, your happy birthday. That is a bye. I just walked away from you. Now, but yeah. I mean, like, a lot of those, like, a lot of those classics, that's why I bought them physically, is because the fact that eventually those games are going to, are, are, going up in price so you can't really get them again like i mean yeah you can get the regular gray copy of workerino of time for like maybe 30 40 bucks but the gold one's gonna cost you a, a bit rico i know i know man now though, remember we we had that one we oh, had man, it i remember <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to it <laughs> i don't know that where we had it stashed away it was dog art there when i was looking for it I don't know. I, what don't, know. To it. I don't know, man. I I, I remember because I was like, I'm just a go to one. I and you know, because I remember buying it. It was like something mm -hmm. like like GameStop, a version of a of a store at at the Bridge of the Mall. I remember, and I remember it had Game of the Year edition on it. And uh, I was like, well, I've never played this game before. Let me go rent it. I rented it. I played it for five days. I didn't beat it. And then I was like, all right, this game is pretty cool. So I went to go buy it. And I remember I bought it for thirty bucks. Just because it, it was a store like GameStop, there, there it was like a reused one. But when I got it, it was the gold version, and uh, I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I dang it. We we had or Korean at time and Majora's Mask gold cartridges. See, yeah, I didn't know Majora's Mask had a gold cartridge, and it was like a holographic cover yep. until Terry recently. Like, holy yep. god, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I never. I never got the expansion pack. I always wanted the expansion pack, but money was tight. <laughs> was, I'll, you need, like, you need it for Donkey Kong. Fair. Yeah, I was like, Donkey Kong and Majora's Mask really are the major game. Hey, you hey, need it. Hey, Perfect Dark, I thought, too, didn't it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, perhaps. 
But at least with uh, Donkey Kong and Majora's Mask, it came with it. Right, right. But uh, uh, speaking of the Zelda and, and those old 64 games, the Arcade of Time, I, my problem with, you know, I guess you're right, on the, with the newer games, especially, you know, when they went all cartoony with um, the Wind Waker, is, you know, I really wanted another game that had a feel of the Force Temple of Arcade of Time in a Zelda game, like just the deep darkness of it where the evil surrounds you and all the monsters that come out are really difficult. You know, at the time it was for me. And it, I really want that feel again in another Zelda game, but I don't think I've felt it yet. Exactly. And that's I something um, A Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time, and I guess Majora's Mask too, like you basically witness the end of the world and you're there to save the world of the future and then go back in time to make sure it doesn't happen. Right. And like that's what I liked about these earlier games, that they did hit that dark future that you're in, and you explore all that, but then you go back in time to make sure it doesn't happen. I see. So, like, I'm, I'm sorry, I just wanted to interject in this real quick. So, from, from, from what I'm hearing, it sounds like, or Tonyo and, and Nandolo, like, it sounds like y'all would be more Legend of Zelda fans uh, if the game graphics would have kept up with the other consoles. Uh, but because, but like, the, I guess Breath of the Wild, or at least in the new games, it, it does have, like, a dark feel to it, but it's still very PG, PG-13. Um, I do remember playing Ocarina of Time, yeah, and, and, like, seeing it going dark. Like, I, I remember when, like, when you pull the sword out and you travel to the future and you're adult Link, you walk out of the castle, like, everything's all dark, everything's, like, like evil, like everything just turned evil because you're in the future where Gan Ganon became or Ganondorf became like the the ruler of everything, yeah. and 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 I remember a Link to the Past, the the Link, the Legend of Zelda games prior to that, a lot of it was very, um, you know, I guess still friendly. You know, we're still out there, yeah, we still have time to save the world, but in El Creator Time, I think it was the first time when we saw like, okay, this is what could happen, or this is what can happen. If yeah. we don't do anything about it, and I guess because of Tonya, when you brought up about Wind Waker, because I remember when Wind Waker came out, I still played it, I still beat it, but I remember yeah. when it first came out, I didn't like it. I was like, wait a minute, we went from Ocarina of Time to Majora's Majora's Mask was good too. Uh, and yeah, that was as far as like like making it more adult like, and then Wind Waker came out. It was super cartoony. I was like, "Whoa!" It kind of took a step backwards as far as like realism. Like, uh, I, I guess that growing up. But then after Wind Waker, I, I know there's other games in between and all that. But as far as major consoles, that's what I'm talking about. Um, Twilight Princess came out. Twilight Princess, okay, was a step into the realm of like, okay, Ocarina of Time, you know, Ganondorf right. realm and everything. And so I, I think that kind of held up to it. And then, you know, flat, flash forward, there's a bunch of more mini games that came out on Game Boy or handheld systems. And then we got Breath of the Wild. And then, yeah, uh, I, I remember I didn't play it first time when it came out because I, too, didn't like the cartoony feel to it when we have these amazing graphics from PlayStation and Xbox. Why isn't Nintendo doing it? But then I played it, and I, I, I guess for me, this is the part where I... I'm using the same argument that people use about Final Fantasy VII, uh, at least before the remake. And I remember 
a lot of people said Final Fantasy Seven was like the greatest game of all time, and yeah. I remember I, I I tried playing it, but I couldn't because the graphics just it it wasn't up to par to to uh-huh. like everything everything else uh, that that I had. And like before I played Final Fantasy Seven, I played Ocarina of Time, and to me, Ocarina of Time was the greatest game of all time. And uh, and 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 it could have been because of everything I talked about the the darkness of it just just showing like almost it was almost like hey if real life were to happen and this happened this is the uh, what would happen in the future if we don't save the world and uh, I mean and, yeah uh, and now like yeah Breath of the Wild Chase of the Kingdom it does have that cartoony feel however you know hypothetically if Nintendo were to come out with like, the best console to ps5 you know if not better and then they made the legend of zelda game to, <laughs> to be like almost like I, I i don't want to say like any of the games let's just say more like star wars-esque like when like because that's 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 what i think of like as far as like where would we meet maybe even Elden ring-ish you know because like it, it elder ring you know you know you see the brown you see everything in it it kind of is like a legend of zelda game now thinking now imagine if Nintendo made a Legend of Zelda game like Elden Ring graphics and storyline type, like I think at that point that would grab your attention. You would oh, want to play oh a yeah, game like that. oh yeah. Um, Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, I know, I know. But I think I, I think Nintendo's like always go to has always been the younger audience, and I, I I guess for for people like me who still enjoy the Legend of Zelda games and stuff like I still get that nostalgia feel. And I think the biggest thing with me, and this is me, my personal opinion, is it really hit me hard. Uh, I remember playing with the Skin Killwell with 97, 98. I was like, what, maybe 12, 11 years old when the game came out? Yeah. And and I, I remember, because I, I beat games before. I, I beat a lot of games early on, but this was the game where, like, I, 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 I guess. Talking it, about Ocarina of Time? Oh, oh, Korean time, yeah, yeah. Uh, this legends of Korean time. Beating that is like an accomplishment. It's like a, yeah. like a, like a something that that brings you from child from a child into a man. Well, <laughs> well, 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 I guess, I guess it wasn't that. It was just how, how it ended was completely different from other games that that, that I've beaten. Because you know, and and you know, I'm talking about '98, '99 when a game came out. Everything before that, when you beat a game. You know, you're you're awarded. You get you get these awards. You get this thing. Your accomplishment. You get this recognition. And then, Legends of Ocarina of Time. You know, I was like, oh, cool. You know, we just saved the world. Okay, awesome. And then, they showed uh, the the ending. Now, obviously, if spoilers, I mean, I guess it's not spoilers, but in the end, uh, all Link, all, all Link did was put the sword back, and um. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to recall. Like, he and, puts and, the sword back, and he just walks away. And he walks away. And it's like, in Ocarina of Time. In Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. And, Zelda went to go and tells, the, I guess, her guard about Ganondorf. And they're... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 and basically, no one knows what you did. No one. That's why he's a nameless hero. Damn right. Hell yeah! See, and that's what that's what I like about it. Like the other, I guess, the future, uh, is so dark and so dangerous that you know. So my kids, right? They'll play, and they'll they'll get to the point where yeah, they'll take the sword out. And it's like oh wow, oh, and then the world changes, and they're too damn scared to even continue. 
Man, fuck this game. I ain't playing. What the hell is that? Spider? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and read it. It's just, it, it, was, it was just, I guess, that, that, that impact of like, you know, being all these other games where you get recognition and stuff, and, and this one, where Link, he just, he just, like, I guess, like, not just save the world, but like save time. And yeah, and, and yeah, and he just walks away. Which is why I love Link. He's a true hero that uh, does it for the good of all and doesn't think about himself. You know, just throws himself immediately into it. Yeah. But and not then, quite. Uh, and then, like, uh, his, his his companion leaves. Like, okay, I, I did my job. And then she leaves the the, the, the fairy. And, 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 and that right there was a whole reason. Why I wanted to play Majora's Mask because, like, apparently, I, I think if I re- if I remember from my from my perspective, was like Majora's Mask was supposed, was supposed to be about him finding uh, Navy, uh, the, the the fairy, which I'm, I'm trying to remember if he ever did or not. But that's why I no. played Majora's Mask. I think he just went on his own adventure. Yeah, it, it was just like a, a, a I guess just a, a whole new adventure basically. But I I really enjoyed it. it really made me uh, think about like, think- man like. This guy just saved like the entire time. No one's gonna remember. No one knows what you did. Yet he did it and walks away. Alan died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's other games where he did that, right? Or like Yeah, like oh, yeah. on hero timeline is Yeah. That one. In fact, you know, spoilers, Nando, okay? Just spoilers for Breath of the Wild. Dies. <laughs> Everyone pretty much dies in in you know it's another time time travel kind of thing where mm-hmm. there was a whole battle going on and he he barely survived they they put him away in hibernation for a hundred years everybody else died and when he comes back to life you know there's there's the ghost of the the remnants of the of his other you know uh, not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie guys you know, this is one thing I this. Is... A mild spoiler for for Tears of the Kingdom, because okay. I because mean, I, I got mad because something happens in the game. Oh, and, and Link just, gets, just you know, and Link gets hurt and and he wakes up in the damn friggin' Shrine of Resurrection. It's like, oh, God damn, did I get put down for another hundred years again? Because did you wake up naked again? I'm like, not another hundred years. God damn, it's a son of a bitch. It's like Groundhog's Day all over again. <laughs> no, but you might have me with a couple of, there's like a few days or something like that. I was like, oh, okay. I can deal with that. But yeah, that's how the beginning of Breath of the Wall starts here. It's been a hundred goddamn years, and here you go, saving the world. That respawn, <laughs> there's a lot of lag on that respawn. <laughs> hey, man, it glitches every now and then. You know, that Wi Fi connection, the dial up. They got that Call of Duty servers. That 56k modem. Oh man. What was that, Jeremy? What happened? Oh, I don't know. with his Call of Duty servers. <laughs> hey man, those things are hit or miss. Sometimes, it, sometimes you have to restart the whole damn thing. It's fizz most of the time. Yeah, you're right. Not sometimes. Most of the time. You're right. Yeah, no, no, not not most of the time. All the time. All right, well, you know, on that note, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, end this here podcast. Great talks for everybody. You know, we, we only covered a couple of topics, but you know what? Dang it. There's close, near and dear to our hearts, okay? So, uh, 
we'll go ahead and go around and say our closeout for everybody. Uh, did you want to go first, uh, uh, James? Yeah, I'll go first. Why not? All right, I just want to say uh, thank you for all the support you guys give us every week. Uh, and just so uh, when it comes to the Res- to the to the new model of Res- Wild, remember, uh, everyone who agrees on the shows that the game is awesome is right. Everyone else is wrong. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just kidding with you guys. No, um, I hope you guys are at least enjoying some games out there, whether it's Zelda, whatever it is. Just have fun playing some games. I know, I think this week I might be picking up, even though I'm still playing Zelda, thinking about picking up Dead Island 2, which has been been uh really well received um, nice so but other than that uh, i i guess i think i'm uh, i think i i will be returning to streaming very very soon i got my uh set up all all up and running again so hopefully i'll be uh able to advertise the unseen gamers podcast as well as uh the you guys streaming so yeah i'm ready to go so see y'all next hey, make sure everybody checks them out but a biscuits nation all right uh, and uh, next, uh, do you want to go next, Betty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining us again. And I do want to give a quick shout out to James's brother for joining us last week. He really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun, and I hope. And obviously, I was looking at the statistics that a lot of people enjoyed it. So hopefully, we can have him back again and talk more uh, films. I know we had discussed about the DC universe, so. Watch out for that, though. I guess James, we could get with them. Maybe we can schedule that. I, I've actually been, I've actually been talking to him about that. Uh, with the Flash coming up next month, uh, I figure maybe about a week before the Flash, uh, I'm gonna finalize everything. Uh, but maybe a week before the Flash movie comes out, we have a little sit down and talk about that little DCU. Sounds good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, there you go. And as always, uh, thank you. And check us out on unsungamers.com and all of our social medias: Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Twitch. Thank you, and we love you. Hell yeah, make sure y'all get on that soul train. Alright, what about you, Jermaine? You want to say a few things over here? No, I ain't got much to say, but appreciate you having me back on again. The, everybody take care of yourselves. I'll try to be back on next week, too. Hell yeah, bro. Always glad to have you over here. And me too, you know, I'm just, I'm just here, okay? You know, uh, <laughs> Always good to see you, Jermaine. Uh, hopefully you come back, man, uh, next week. Oh, yeah. But I want to say thanks for everybody for tuning in. You know, appreciate everybody uh, supporting the podcast, uh, supporting the streams from everybody here, you know. Uh, hopefully we give you some good content coming up. And uh, I'm going to leave it with you, Donald. Hey. Honestly, I thought you forgot, and I was like, yeah, okay, fuck me. No, I'm not going to have something. <laughs> no, 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 you're the one that signs us out. Uh, no, I just really appreciate everybody checking us out on our, our social media platforms and everything and checking us out on our Twitch feed, like just beat Dead Island 2, working on Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy now. So don't forget to check us out on there, and I'll throw it back over to Thorio for the proper ending. Hello, you got this. You got the same. You got the same. I'm, I'm about to say it. As oh, okay. Always, so it's a lot of yeah, hell yeah, everybody. You know, you know who we are with Unsung Gamers, you know? Saving the world one game at a time. <laughs> <laughs>